and you, you know, I have a lot of fears, so I'm sure that that was somehow manifesting itself in alien grays. Dude, a few months ago, I did ketamine for the first oh, time, I and I went in the K-hole. Oh, no. Now, a lot of people have, like, kind of tell horror stories about ketamine, by th- and I, but it was it was a little bit like, yeah, I probably wouldn't do that again. But it, it wasn't that bad. And you know why it did, I didn't really have a terrible, awful time? Because it's, I mean, you lose. you. Oh, yeah. It's a little spooky to get out of, connect, disconnected with reality, cut like that. So it's not really my thing. But it was kind of okay because I was cuddling and making out with a girl. Well, that's nice. Alone in a room, just like with her. Re- in real life. everything better. In real life. In and real life, not the K-hole. Not, not in just, his mind. Yeah. Well, it's a, it is a disassociative. That's the family of drugs that it's in. It's not an analgesic. Like, cocaine is an analgesic, technically. Yes. Um, it also happens to be a stimulant, but it's usually used as an analgesic. And, and uh, ketamine is a disassociative that they use. And the reason they use it on cats and monkeys and horses is that those are animals that they're difficult to put under respiratory distress. It's not good for them because they're little animals and their brains or whatever. So it's easier to give a monkey a fuck ton of ketamine and fuck around with them because then you don't have to put them under. They're still awake. And the same thing with cats. That way you can cut into them and they're just like, whatevs. Yeah. It's yeah, because it, you don't yeah. want to put them under because it's really bad for them. You have to like put them in an oxygen box and all these other things and they have to have tubes and blah, blah, blah. And so it's just easier and more effective and safer to give them a disassociative. Oh, yeah, it's... It's not for me. It's not. I mean, <laughs> okay. I might find might find myself like experimenting with it again, but it's just it's scary to even like think about. I don't really like losing complete control like that. That's what it feels like, kind of. You lose control. You just did too much. You, yeah. Itty bitty bumps. And again, it was it was kind of okay. It wasn't like a horror experience. I've had like a bad trip before and other stuff, and it wasn't really even close to a bad trip. But I just. Oh, you were making out with a girl the whole time. Yeah. So that was like a very good trip. It was. It was. But, yeah, it was. It was. But, you know, I kind of, in a way, it was like, you know, it took away from make, the making out, if anything. Yeah, it you probably took, could have had a better time without the ketamine. I mean, I was out of it. I was, you know, just out of it. The K-hole was just like, I get why people hate it. But, you know, it was okay for me. <laughs> if the K-hole treat, treated me okay. Kids, go out and buy test strips. <laughs> Always test your drugs before you take them. Never buy. If you're buying your own bag, please use test strips. If you are sharing with a friend, make sure they take it first. Wait 10 minutes, and if they're dead, don't take it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard they're putting ivermectin in the drugs these days. Oh, God. They're putting, well, they're putting, like, I don't that the horse tranquilizer or whatever. They're, they put, um... The fentanyl in ketamine now and in cocaine. Who would want to do that? It makes no sense, but it's happening. So just get, just be safe, everybody out there. Just yeah, they're da-da-da-da. taking after the cigarette companies and killing their customers. I don't get it. I don't get it. Why would you put opiates in a stimulant? Right, I, I know. Okay. Public service announcement. Been, yeah. We did it. We did it. We did a whole uh, podcast. We made it. Everyone listening out there, enjoy the sunny day. Thanks for letting me tag along. Thank you for being here. We needed you. <laughs> you are seen. Shout out, Pam Benjamin. <laughs> Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. <laughs> Buy some tickets <laughs> to the headliner show at El Rio. El Rio. Saturday's going to be really fun with the block party, I promise. The, all the streets here are going to be closed down, and it's going to be really great. So there's all these bands Cumbrio's going to play, and they're really, really great. Shit. I wish I could be here. Yeah, you're going to be back in Portland. I'm going to be back in Portland. Yeah. I booked my flight so that I could make it home to host my open mic at my father's place. If anyone's listening, come to my father's place on Friday. Show starts at 9. Thomas Phelps' place? Yes. Really? No, that's actually the name of no. The name of the bar is my father's place. Okay, but my, just checking. My father has no association with it. Just checking. Just checking. I'll be back up to Portland soon. Now that this festival is coming to an end, I haven't visited Portland since before the pandemic. 
at the Ha Ha Harvest Festival. Yeah. That's the last time I was in town. And it was great. I had the best time. And I stayed for like 10 days and I performed like 17 times or something stupidly ridiculous. It yeah, was great. Yeah, it was dope. We're going to go to Portland too. Yeah, come to Portland. Point. It's so great. There's so much stage time and everybody's so nice. And they like appreciate out-of-towners and give people stage time. It's really nice. Really great place. Yes, but San Francisco is objectively a better city, I have found. As long as you have money. <laughs> There's dollar tacos from three, 2 to 5 at El Toro on 17th Street, Monday through Friday. And they give you free chips. And they're literally dollar tacos. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I was going to go to the place across the street. Yeah. It's a little bit of a walk, but eight, 17th and um, Valencia, dollar tacos. So good. Are they sponsoring this radio station? No, I. They sponsor my life. I'm like seventy-five percent taco. Fueled by tacos. Nice. <laughs> All right, thanks for being on the show, guys. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's been fun, Luke. Now we're gonna run up that hill. Yes, and we're never gonna cut our hair. Never. Fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> but. All right. Never mind. Okay. Let's watch a full... I'm already recording. <laughs> We're recording the show. Hello. Welcome yeah. to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Carl is out there on the East Coast. We are uh, broadcasting this show on Sunday, uh, September 23rd. No. 22nd. But, 20, but... Yeah. They well, pretend it's Sunday. And pretend it's Sunday. We're actually uh, recording this on late, late East Coast time uh, yeah. on, a, on, a, on a school night. So, uh, Carl, let's. what's the movie? What are we watching on? Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We are watching The Jane Mansfield Story, uh, and I would put parentheses 1980 when you search on YouTube. Jane is with a Y. Uh, if you were with us last week, we also covered Jane. The Jane Mansfield Story, 1980. Let me go ahead and, and type that in. And you, you mentioned last week's show. That was an R-rated uh, softcore travelogue film something that like you would yeah. see on e-entertainment television with tara reed and uh <laughs> which was done after her death so it was a very morbid uh r-rated yeah, movie the ending especially yeah yeah they showed the death of the, the dog that she's been carrying around in the in the home footage oh anyway but this is the television version this was aired on uh, tv yeah but much the first one we watched i do believe it was exploitive I think everyone saw the big news about Jane Mansfield. Next thing you know, come on down to the wild, wild. You know, they they drew an audience from her death, I believe. So Exploiting. I've, so uh, which channel is hosting this film? Okay, so I recommend, it's not Danielle, it's D-A-N-I-J-E-L, second word, O-S-T-O-J-I-C. No. It's long, it's like three hours and but it's not really and that's the version not really okay all right let's do it so go ahead now, the reason this is such a good one to choose is because we'll see not you know 1980 commercials <laughs> God, really right. interesting we're, stuff. we're keeping carl up all night on this one so let's uh we'll be watching tv <laughs> which is impossible to riff uh but uh so go ahead and click the uh, link and hit pause you'll hit you'll click it it'll be buffering hit pause pause Oh, um, why is um, a TV remote control like a kitty cat? Why, Carl? Because they both have paws. Very wry. Okay, so let's. Uh, that joke is the cat's pajamas. <laughs> By the way, I lost a lot of money buying those. It was just a waste of money. So uh, we cat's see pajamas, right? They yeah. won't wear them. They won't wear them. They, they go out. Take them. They don't enjoy it. I get scratched a lot trying to put them on. It's like not worth it my time. Yeah. All right, so we are going to go ahead and click the start button. I do see a picture of macaroni and cheese dinner box, a seven yeah. and a quarter ounce box. That's about what, half a meal? No, that is that is before it's uh, pastified and comes all puffy. All right, so are we going to watch the commercials, Carl, or are we going to skip them? Yeah, no. It's really, really interesting. Okay. We're going to watch it. And I'll play, I'll play them. It's fair use. Well, so, because there's fair... Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think Avondale wants to promote their mac and cheese, and I'm happy to let them do it. All right. So go ahead, and uh, uh, we are going to have the fabricated voice of Paul well, Brumba. Hmm. 
Thank oh. you. I appreciate that. Oh, February is it Paul Brommer. Great to have you in the studio. So, how are you? I'm, I'm on the edge. I am just on the edge right now. Your podcast, Edge of Insanity. Of Insanity. All I can do is this countdown before I burst. Well, uh, speaking of which, what a great segue. Let's uh, have you do the countdown. Okay. Get your mouse's fingers hovering over that triangle play button then. In three. By the way, it's the Jane Mansfield story. <laughs> Killing me, man. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Cents every day. All right. Pennsylvania does. Ooh, canned mushrooms. Bruce Jenner, look. Yes, I see Bruce Jenner. Embassy coffee. How much is like a dollar a box? It's really cheap prices. Check it out. It's like 48 cents for a can. That's a lot. Kroger. Wow, Kroger's been around since the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. Jerk off. I didn't mean to laugh at that. I was thinking of something else. Anything for rating? No, it's been a long. It's been enough time. You can. I feel like this is well. I made a uh, dead baby joke right off the front, so I, I want to so tell. So we are. Uh, this is like hanging out with Carl and Mike on the couch. <laughs> and we are going to watch the. What's in that movies? Do you remember that look into... Okay, there's Lonnie Anderson. Yeah, Lonnie Anderson. And there's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And this is 19... 19- no idea the fame. Yeah. 1980. So what was he doing back in 1980? Well, he hadn't even... Ten years later, he would do um, the Conan one. So he was nowhere. He was Mr. Universe a second ago. Oh, I see. So he was playing a Mr. Universe type character, a uh, real life person. Right. Right. Mickey was uh, a miss, a miss, you know, it, just the same contest, Mr. Universe. Nature Valley Granola Bars. Right, which still exists today. But I think they took the caramel layer out of it. <laughs> Cutting corners. Well, I mean... The mom a, likes it because it's natural stuff. Yeah, and the kid likes it because there's fucking caramel shoved in it. Right, and there's it's sugar. It's whatever form. Yeah. Granola's answer to candy. My answer to candy. Oh. <laughs> That's, I, I've seen this. <laughs> okay, first one in the house gets the bath, gets the shower. Oh, you won it. You always win. Don't use all the soap. I'm not using any soap. I'm using Calgon or whatever the fuck. Correct. Wait, Wait Correct. really? Crazy. I've never even heard of this stuff. Wow, that's good. Wow, Jane Manfield, move over. Did you use all the soap? I didn't. I used caress. <laughs> oh, it's actually soap, though. I don't want to blow your mind. Glasses. Yeah, it is soap. They say it's not soap, but it's actually soap. This is ring around the collar, Mike. I'll give you a break. Ring around the yeah. collar, 1980. Yeah. Whisk. Whisk spice ring around the collar. Oh, God, this I show. Spray. <laughs> With no more ring around the collar. It's okay to get a ring around the collar in the fucking tennis court and a white shirt. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude, I get a ring around the collar walking a block over here. I got now, out of the bar. Like the greatest... <laughs> and she's looking and, at the wine? just the greatest wine. Yeah, she's having memories of, remember that island and we drank the wine? Remember that party? And That's we pretty strong wine. wine. I see a pattern emerging. Taylor. Oh, it's my friend Taylor. He made some wine. <laughs> Have you had Taylor's wine? <laughs> yes. Uh, but I mean, that's just between you and I. Seriously, don't talk. Look right. how 80s the bottles are. Like, shark. Yeah, they're shaped like brandy bottles. Okay, is this the movie? All right, here we go, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. This is Mississippi, 1967. This is Biloxi. And she is replacing, remember, the, um, the singer who is her nemesis. Oh, which was, hang on. Gina Lola Berg, uh, no? No, with a B, I don't know. Okay, so she's on the phone with Mickey, who she's long divorced, and she's married and divorcing another. So she's like, I miss you, I love you, I want to do a tour with you, I've got it all planned out. Mickey, Mickey it's the beginning of the movie, and we need a flashback structure. That's why I'm on the phone with you. Now the driver's like, come on, bitch, let's go. (laughs) Wait, the the driver? Yeah. The fatal driver. The one who killed. The yeah. killer. 
Didn't they show a there's clip? Oh, hey, there's Arnold. Look at my chest. See, I'm a Mr. Universe. We have been through this before. Carl, before. that's a pretty good Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Yeah, see, I'm confused because it says, I mean, in Conan, he couldn't even speak English, I thought. He, the famous one is he did a movie called Hercules in New York, and they dubbed him. It was him and okay. Arnold Stang, the voice of Top Cat, the guy from It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, one of the little gas station yeah. guys. Uh, so the thing is, Mickey also did a Hercules movie, so they, the internet wanted to make a big deal out of that. Oh, yeah. It was uh, in Night Professor. So Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. 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 <laughs> oh, here's, all right. So Lonnie Anderson car. was great in... in uh, WKRP, and then she was on some other TV shows I saw her in. Well, she was she turned into like TV movie guy, but luckily for her, she had already ba uh, bagged um, uh, Bert. Bert. So yeah, that we were talking about. You were on this episode, so my brother was on, and we were yeah. watching uh, Rent a Cop from 1989 with the this, the dearly departed. Burton Reynolds, who passed away uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, from the and uh, dearly departed boy, come on, Mike, well, uh, have a little bad, little sin in you. Come on. All right, the dead uh, Burton Reynolds. Okay, wait. They're pre I'm sorry. They're pressuring him. See, the guy's pressuring the driver, and that's why they crash. That's an important plot point. Oh wow, I was talking over the uh, fatal car. So. It <laughs> Uh, so not decapitated. We're also watching a typewriter. So this isn't a flashback. She's talking on the phone. You know, right, in 1967, right after forward. this phone call, yeah, right. We gotta go back to the island. Right before we go, uh, I got hit by a truck. Well, she was not decapitated. I found out that was a myth. Yeah. Uh, children were sleeping in the back. They survived. Uh, two, the two boys, I think it is. Well, now what we're seeing is just like a. A ramp up to where we're going to start, and she's just a waitress in a. Um, a excuse me, she works in a movie house. Sorry, Lonnie Anderson, Arnold Schwarzenegger. See how he's still the the. Um, okay, sure that's guy. Raymond. Yeah, Boutango. he lived with the um, Kathleen Lloyd, Three's company lady for a while, the Janet. Oh wow. Yeah, he was like boyfriend. So I like him for that because he's very bland. He's horrible, actually. And they're showing profiles of her from scenes throughout this movie we're about to watch. Right. Yeah. Based in the that book, scene, you'll see a 1980s car, even though it's 1950s. Well, I mean, they shot it like as fast as they could, I'm sure. I'm sure. They'll also mix in a couple newsreel things. Okay, so here's Mickey after she's died, reminiscing about the girl I love with some reporter. Hugging the monkey. See that? Yeah. That's a very famous picture because that was like they, a movie premiere came to her theater and she got to do that. See, she has dark hair. Right, right. She does it. She is in a movie. Yes. Oh, so she works behind the counter currently in Los Angeles. Is she going to be discovered? Kind of. She, you're exactly... It isn't Los Angeles. I'm not sure where well, it is. It's not... Okay, a movie premiere occurred there, and the monkey came in for a promotion. They took a picture, and she got the number of an agent. So <laughs> oh, did she get the number of the up. monkey? <laughs> Monkey's like, no, I'll, I'll call um, you. No, the monkey was very aloof, and I don't even remember his name, but at that time, everybody knew that monkey. Very oh. Aloof. Wasn't uh, he the monkey starred in the James Van the monkey movie, I guess? I don't know. Let's yeah, see. remember that movie, Monkey Movie? Do you do you I, enjoy I watching any which way but loose? Do you enjoy watching performing orangutans, whether it's um, any which way but loose or? Uh... <laughs> when I was young, I really enjoyed when they would take chimps and put them in human clothes and make them say stupid crap. Okay, like like you would <laughs> cut to the press room. I want you on this story. I'm going bananas over it. <laughs> bananas, right? They always he turns around on the uh, wheelie chair on the boardroom table. There was that famous television show too, where this guy dressed up wearing things, and uh, had all the show of it. I forget the name of it. The greatest time I 
up as monkeys and pretend <laughs> yeah. was uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, that was great. Yeah, they were playing it yeah. for laughs, but it was so, so well directed you didn't notice. So you watch that movie the first time ever, and you're with monkeys in the desert. And then you come back to that film later, at least this was my experience, and you realize these are humans in monkey suits. Then you see it in a totally different way. It is a comedy. Right. Oh, oh. Fuck off. I'm so scared to hit you right now. Like he runs up to the monolith and he touches and goes back. He's acting. He's acting. Now, Carl, can I possibly play you something from the Love Guru right now? Yes. All right, here we go. Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> That's the last name, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki's last Mariska name. Mariska Hargitay. And it's the daughter, I right? I so enjoyed your sutra, especially the part yeah. about not being a victim. Oh, thank you. Because you are such a generous benefactor, we are establishing the Mariska Hargitay Special Victims Unit. <laughs> Fun. The whole nine yards. Thank you, Your Holiness. <laughs> you have gone. I know that. Now here. I'm beautiful, and I have a secret. We did it. We, we watched the Love Guru on Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Boom. YouTube. I'm gonna say Boom. that. We, I'm gonna say we watched. We watched that movie on this episode. When yeah, I write about it on Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com, one of the many ways you could uh, check us out. We are on iTunes as L W A F L M O Y T. Uh, we're also on Twitter with that. We're also on YouTube with that. And we're with on Facebook. With what? L, that's W A. Yes. Full late F L M O Y T. Don't you have it memorized yet? I do. I just had a text uh, I am about this where a guy said, oh, you're doing your show L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y? I said, no, it's L-W-A-F-L-U-2-Y-T. And he goes, you space tube? I go, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, look, he must be French because the French always leave the last letter off when they talk. He, so lazy. It's he, so lazy. Well, right now we're watching her get kicked out of her job. Or... Well, no. So she found the agent. It's like, hi, I want you to represent me. She's like, oh, you're a nice little kid. Get out, get lost. But she's like, persistent. We can make each other famous. So he says, all right, I'll give you a little part just to get rid of her. It was just like an audition, like a cattle call. Lancelot Link was the name of the chimpanzee television show on Saturday mornings. Lancelot Link. Did you see it say casting? Because it said it in such 1970s writing. We're supposed to be in the 50s. Right. Plus all the girls are on roller skates and have little uh, star wheelie-dillies on their head. Right. Wheelie-dillies. What are they called? The dillios? You put them on your head? I don't know. You know, they're like I mean, that's stars. that's on the weekend. <laughs> it's like a... You put it in your head. It's like a plastic band you put over your head, and then it has like little metal coils, and then on top it has little stars, or and it droops when you wear it. I'll have to Google that because what you just described I can visualize, but why would it exist? What is it? It's like New Year's Eve, or you're at a party, or you just want to uh -huh. be freaking minds. You, uh, it's like a head brace. What is it? Like a. <laughs> All right. I want you to know. He, she went in to read the line. She goes, I don't want to read your line. I have my own thing prepared. And she started giving this speech. And he's like, next. And this is the next going up here. Right. She'll probably get the part because Jane ain't getting shit. This was a, it is in time in Hollywood. The casting couch was a place to crash before you go. Uh, well, there were some girls who did and some girls who didn't. So right now the agent is like apologizing to the casting director. You blow it, kid. <laughs> and he goes, well, I didn't want to do it because that's not my image. She goes, he's like, you don't have an image. And she's like, well, I'll get one. And she starts putting on a cutesy, cutesy, sexy voice. And he's like getting a hard on. Oh, so she, this is the origin of her voice. Yeah. Turn it up. Uh, pretty... This is the 50s. Houses are bigger. Cars are bigger. It's the 50s, girl. <laughs> yeah. I Carl, it's the 10s. It's, the, see how she's doing her shit? Where'd that come from? You like this? I love it. Why did you do it at the reading? Boing. 
Because that is not my image. What image? You don't have an image. Watch her keep, she'll keep going. Well, then I'll get one. CBS will not do it. <laughs> Wait, I got a phone right. call from Les Budez. Oh, needs, yeah. Yeah, he needs what a call. What are you doing tonight? I want to squeeze your booty. Like? Speaking when I need to crash on your couch again. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. You know what I'm looking for for that. Okay. And then I'll say, Les, do you think your first name is funny? Goes, yes. Uh. I oh, that's your brother on the line, More Moonbed. Hold on. <laughs> More oh, Moonbed. I heard that one before. You know what? I'm writing that down for the next open mic. Oh, don't! I was making fun of the fact that I heard that joke a million times this week. You have? Yes, a million. All right, damn it! I didn't think that up. No, but you know what the good side is? Your version was the millionth version time I heard it. So congratulations. <laughs> like confetti falls. <laughs> you heard my joke a million times. I said the million times yeah. joke to you. Call up Robin Williams and told him he stole my joke. Okay, I'll pay you. Robin Williams passed away years ago. Here's a check. Uh, um, wait, wait. When did he pass away? It feels recent. Super recent. Yeah, maybe like four years ago. Uh, Has it really I don't know. four years? They actually uh, dedicated... They named a meadow, Shannon Meadow, in San Francisco's Golden Gate Park. Right. right at the start of the park, right by the country's oldest children's playground, uh, is where they set up Comedy Day in the park. It happened last Sunday, and I did not go this year because I hung out with you, Carl. That sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I got to Look see God, the wild, here, wild world. Her new image. She's got a pink cat. Oh, she's picking a car, and she's dressed like a Barbie doll. That's fast. Her hair is blonde. Well, the thing is, she got herself a little gig getting photos taken at the pink Cadillac because it goes perfect for her. And so she came with this thing, and she's got her boobs on display, and she's got the blonde hair going. Platinum, yeah. you know. You know, if you pour, uh, and, when she washes her hair, it turns into ramen noodles. <laughs> You're right. But the thing is, it's got to be really hot water for that effect. Yeah, and then do you so, put flavoring in there? <laughs> Not on her hair, no. no. That's Miss Mansfield. So now she goes on to win contests, like beauty stuff. She's just trying to prove to this agent. So she's cast in something finally here. Oh, great. So it's... she tells the director, uh, her agent, she goes, I can't swim. I don't have to swim, do I? Oh, so, oh she's going to get pushed in the pool? She said that with a swimming pool behind her. That's called foreshadowing. She well, doesn't she's drown setting the direct, She's setting the agent up to not, to when she falls in, to be like, oh, shit, she can't swim. She can't swim. I don't have to get in the pool, do I? Because I would just drown, Mr. Smith. If this movie was directed by Quentin Tarantino, at the end of the movie, she drowns. People go, well, that's not how she died. <laughs> she drowned I in don't the movie think theater. Lonnie has big enough boobs for this. She really doesn't. Lonnie Anderson in a two-piece bikini, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, she fell now in. She can't swim. Who's a dupe? It's like she he, she can't swim. She's drowning. Someone help her. See the bras off. Oh, the bras off. Oh, this is a third Wednesday night movie. Madonna. Madonna never did something. Well, she's calling attention to herself. Yeah. Well, and Madonna, I think, took her cue from Jane Mansfield, and if she was here, she'd go fuck you. But I think she did, and she like showed her vagina. You know, the vagina. But JJ, it was called at the time. When did Madonna? Was she in her book? I have the book. My, wow. my father, I got a copy of it. I, got, I took it from my dad. Oh, it paused on me. Oh, oh. No, no, it's okay. Oh, it's, it's going sepia. Oh, it's a picture from well, the it's newspaper. Commercial. It's oh, commercial. yeah. Yeah, no, it's really great. LWAF, hello, YT. We'll be right back after these messages. Mike, this was a promotion for cheese. Like, remember they promoted coffee, wine. Oh, yeah. They promoted... Yes. Say, eat a chunk of chunk of cheese. You remember Saturday morning? They had a little cartoon commercial. Got to eat some cheese. Yeah, yeah like put it on your pizza. Yeah, put two slices of cheese. That sandwich is better. Do you remember in Superman that was my boner. 2, there was Miss Testmacher? Uh-huh. She tried really hard to do this role, but, but Lonnie Anderson won. Oh, no way. Yeah, she really wanted this role. She was like, Jane Mansfield is my... And she does have that nice, that look of... She had a very 70s look, but... 
Right. I no. can see her doing this part better, I'm saying. I think Lonnie Anderson is a good choice, especially a TV movie, because it's, she was she was rocking TV. And right. uh, people, she was always salacious. People would always kind of like leer at her. So she's playing Jane Manfield. Oh, is this a taste test? No, it isn't. It looks uh, like that. This is the dumbest logic in the world by the dumbest person in the world. These, saying, aspirin, these yeah. things have 650 milligrams. See, they're all the same. Yeah. He goes, no, no, we're 800. She goes, fucking really? Get the fuck out. <laughs> she like, pulls I'm off. I'm going with Anison. She, she's rocking my uh, style back in 1980. The, the collar sticking out of the sweater. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. I'm going door to door for answer five of Vix. Right. Yeah. He's a door to door. Oh, that's is that Tim Matheson? I, I, oh, I, I get to it these. It looks people. like a person who got famous. I know. Uh, boom! You can't deny it's a oh, great pancake. Yeah, yeah, his idea didn't work. Wait a minute. Aunt Jemima Buttermilk. Just shoves a piece I'm of pancake in her mouth. Well, he is shoving a box of black women, too, and what a white suburban. Uh. Did you see it said uh, buttermilk complete? Yeah. Buttermilk complete racist. So now daughter is like, why are you fucking naked in Playboy? And Lonnie Anderson is like, girl empowerment, girl. And then she's like, I'm soaking that up because you're my mom and you're my role model. So yeah, empowerment, girl. Well, she's dressed like she's going to go out and do the organ monkey routine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No offense, but I mean, there's it's an the organ 50s. grinder outside. Like, come on. What's that? It's too busy. It's the 50s. There was nobody dressed like that. Maybe organ grinders. In the fifties, the organ grinders were dressed like in the thirties. Is it funny to you, Carl, to watch humans dress in monkey clothing? Yeah, especially <laughs> that. But going bananas. I want a full report of that appeals to me. Well, this always appealed to you. Slip. <laughs> we used to do twenty years ago on stage. It was Harmon Leon and my uh, uh, friend uh, Kevin. Uh, we would do this uh, bit where we would. Uh, <clears throat> Carmen had like a bear. Uh, Kevin would rent a uh, uh, a bear suit from the the mm -hmm. costume shop in San Francisco, which is still open in Lower Haight. And uh, we'd be like, you know, this dumb bear, this big idiot. It's just a guy in a bear suit, and he can't pull it off. And then we would chase each other around the stage. So the bear <laughs> would chase us off stage, and then we would chase the bear on the other side, and that type of thing. You know, maybe it would have been funny if he, like, you had him chained and he came out. And he's like, roar, roar. And, he, you know, sort of like laundry basket in a yeah. way. Well, cause so it's, you would say, bear, and stuff like that. My friend, it was uh, Kevin Guthrie. And, uh, but Harmon Leon had a uh, panda suit, like a, like a white bear one where he would lower. And uh, he would close his act by taking an actual fish and pull it out of a pan of water wow, and, in front of his mouth. Great. And then he would that's shake it around, exactly. and uh, after the one show, the state uh, manager said, uh, "You're gonna clean that up, right?" I go, "That's not my fish. <laughs> <You didn't> get... <laughs> I didn't do that." Ooh, Ooh he's now showing his backside. Right now, this is a move uh, play called "Will Fame Spoil Rock Hudson?" Yeah, well, so, which is a classic pop culture classic. And she yeah. is on the Broadway production. Will success spoil Rock Hunter? There was the ad. Extra, extra. She's a famous play person. Ooh, she's got a little princess phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and a masseuse. I got that for Waterman, little princess phone. for. Oh, when he talks? That's great. Well, no, for the girlfriend, like, at her house. Like, she, there's a split screen, and she's like, her name's Baby. <laughs> You know, Carl, there's a play going on. We should be really quiet. People in the other seats. That's you don't have to tell me how to watch a show. No, I'm just. Hey, you don't shush me. Boo! Show us your tits, sir. You have to leave this Jade Manfield production of Who Will Fame Spoil Rock Hudson. You sound like um, what's the guy who was in the Indiana Jones? Now that it's older. Uh, He's LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf. Right? Shia yeah, LaBeouf. Like him. Yeah. Yeah, he's in, he's at Jane Mansfield's play. Fuck <laughs> you. I'm sorry. And then he has, he has like, I'm leave. sorry, Jane Mansfield. 
Is that your poker face or are you bluffing right now? <laughs> well, who laqueefed? <laughs> okay, so now it's been like six months and she's like it's egging the star rocking. stuff. She's not a movie star. She's a she's Hollywood like a play star. star. And this is 1953. No, I think it's later than that because she gets her right. Hollywood thing pretty soon. So that was all 60s stuff. So probably it's like 57. I'm not sure. I don't want to talk uh, shit. Right. So here the agent is saying, you're always late. You're always late. And what we're doing is trying to set up famous beginning to go to her head, even though it's just a bullshit play. She's not a famous, famous, famous. Listen, Jane, I got to get you a driver. Sorry, Carl. Uh, don't. It's okay. The promo promotes that. Oh, she's ready to do her play. I, I you know, I think it was a movie uh, with Tony Randall. Hear me out. And it was directed by a guy who just makes these crazy films. And that's all I that's remember. That's an odd couple. A very odd couple. Uh, or I could be wrong. It might be with Rock Hudson. No. Now, do you remember there was um, the? Um, are you having a story or something? I just want to say a plot point. Yeah. This is a girl she worked with at the movie theater, and now she's gonna like manipulate the girl into like you could work for me. Go ahead, I'm sorry. It's a plot. Point. No, it's okay. I'm enjoying a beverage. Oh, Michael, I don't think you drink much. It's called uh, Endo Rush. 350 milligram caffeine citrus. It's pretty vital. That's the street name. I've heard of it. It's like if I got to, I'm supposed to like lift weights and then drink this or drink this and then lift weights. Is it like a carb builder can you treat that and don't lift weights? What am I going to do? I should lift weights during this. You have a flabby, um, yes. You know, my wife bought these like little five pound weights and she can <laughs> Yeah, I just pump it yeah. iron. Water. Well, it'd be appropriate. We have the pumping iron himself. Pumping Iron, the movie, was before this, right? I mean, that's probably why he got this part. Probably, yeah, yeah. Well, he clearly wanted to have a life after Mr. Universe because so many didn't. And right. he just thought Hollywood was an avenue. So he See, played... like wrestling was an avenue. He considered a bunch of stuff. And Unfortunately, I'll just try it. You know, I lived in California when he was governor. Weird. Uh-huh. It's really weird. It's weird to say, because you, you go, Jesse Ventura? Well, why would people? And then when your own yeah. state does it, you know, it's just like, yeah. The thing is, it softened you up for Trump. Right. No, you're absolutely I, right. I got smacked in the face. I mean, do you think it was a coincidence that the series of, uh, a series of uh, The Apprentice after his presidency was hosted by Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes, I do. Why? What was... Because, I mean, cool about here that. you got a guy who the first host becomes president of the United States, and the second right. host was a governor. And they're both, so, like, tell, you know, personalities. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a, just a coincidence, really. And I don't think that, I mean, he can't be a president. Uh, so. Oh, here we go. Mickey Hardaday in his own production. Right. And he had to pull this off for Terminator and Terminator, the most recent one. Oh, cool. Every Terminator movie, he, like, went into, you know, because he could look very flabby, and he would not appear anywhere when he was like that. He hasn't put on a shirt this entire movie. Check out that classic (laughs) flex. Oh, she's checking it out, too. Right. Now, this is Mae West's review. So Mae West would have a bunch of shirtless guys pose. Well, she would do all sorts of variety show kind of stuff. For this, she'll come out and go, uh-huh, it's so... Wait, we're going to see Mae West is here? No, we won't see her, but that's what used to happen. Oh. She would make sex jokes. Remember, she always made sex jokes. But she talked, she she talked really around. weird. She has this, like, cadence of undertone. You've got to be kidding me, kid. What? The cat's pajamas, you say? Well, uh, <laughs> i never seen a cat in pajamas before, but... Uh... It's worth a try. Well, you know, it's like this, like, who talks that way? The fuck? Nobody. Yeah. She was, like, pretending to be, like, it was 
Remember in back in those days, not like we were alive, but in movies there was the bossy girl. What do you say, see? What do you say, see? Well, I mean, if you're playing to an audience at a, at a vaudeville show, you have to throw your voice in a certain way. I mean, they didn't really have microphones back uh, in the day, so they had the megaphone, and you sang from the side of your mouth, so yeah, you could get it to the megaphone. Like the right. And there'd be emphasis. Y you're right. Also, like, when they would sing, like, instead of ooh, they'd say oh. Like, all these tricks so that it would project and be sound yeah. right to the ear of an audience person. Well, I, I love old movies because I always felt like they were just recording a play. You know, because they still talk that way. They still have well, that. Well, there's that, what is it called, that Atlantic pentameter? Oh, yeah. Standard English thing. Right, so it's deceptive. Some of those people could sound like Jersey Boys when the camera's off, you know? <laughs> Seriously, everybody expect it was, it was like a play. When you went to the movies, you only saw it one time, it went away forever. It was, you know, people would dress up, not all the time, but you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, sometimes they'd go naked, I understand. So they would do, do an up play and they would put on that voice. Yeah. Well, how can the octopus save us? All right, that's a cut. I'm uh, going back to Newark and shit. <laughs> okay, so now, uh, Hartgrove, Hartgrave, what the hell is his name? Mickey and uh, Hartgrave. And they have a relationship now. And it's like, of course, I love you. Here is I. Oh, Mickey, look uh, at my. They compliment my boobs. No, I think it's so ironic that's a necklace for, for a woman who dies with nearly incapacitated. No, you see irony. Yeah, I see you irony. See, Did I, you see that I irony? That was irony right in front of you. Everything. Hammering over my head. I just want to see an Oscar Mayer Wiener commercial from 1980. William Shatner right. here with the Commodore Vic 20. You know. They called it maize. <laughs> they call it maize. We call it corn. We Rock. call it porn. Pornhub, 1980. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You uh, come and run here and jump up on me. I wear you shirts, good. okay? You know, there was also like when the California had a special election for the governor where there was like 30 people running. And a lot of them were kind of like yeah. stunt. Like they were porn actresses or they were a uh, talent. Excuse me. They were uh, uh, novelty. Gary Coleman ran. And... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Schwarzenegger was a potential force, and he, you know, he was involved in politics in California, but uh, it was remarkable. It was a freak show. You know, that happened with Jesse Ventura, too. It was a special election? Yeah, and it was a wide field. Yeah, that's how you get on there. I mean, you have the money and the position, and you get backing. I mean, Schwarzenegger is— Now, what's happening— Oh, excuse me. Oh, no, I'm just saying that California is, is very environmentally sound and, and forward-thinking, yeah. and he, he did electric have cars. that for... Oh, electric yeah. Well, Jerry Brown just laying it down, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, as a Republican governor, was very positive when it came to the environment, like very kind of... Governor Moonbeam. Yeah, that's Jerry Brown, yeah. <laughs> no, Governor Moonbeam. Okay. Governor Moonbeam. He was always that guy, like, they'll be like, hey, there's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, say, I'll be back. And he'll be like, hey, uh, I'll be back, I'll be back, I'll be back. I say it, my t I say it too. Oh, hey. Hava Nakila. In real life, by you know, just coincidentally, and everyone is laughing. He's probably been like, he has to go to the can. Just like, okay, no, no, I'll be back. And everyone laughs. Okay, so now we're getting a little bit of complaint that uh, we're, you know, we just pulled the publicity stunt, and she's like, "I need it for my career. Come on." And he's like, "Okay, I love you." Cut to commercial. That might huh. be real. That's not. It's so not, is it a commercial? Not. Oh no, it's still going on. No, no, it's. Uh, I don't know why, but we're seeing just what we saw as a montage. It's just yeah, it's photo probably montage. overhearing a like a. We were in love. It's the yeah, it's girl. probably talking to the. I'm Run cutting you off a lot, and I'm sorry about that. No, you're doing great, girl. I'm cutting you off. We work now, great this together. Guy, this guy, yes, we do. We are always interrupting each too. other. Sentences. That's what the promo is all about. Oh, we this gotta redo guy it. Is Godfather too. Oh, really, Mo Green? No, uh, uh, you can go play your little game. It's one of the dance steps. 
Oh, is that the governor? Senator Corleone. Mr. Corleone. I don't like your kind. Oh, I'll do business with you. I, I remember she was laughing. That's that he's was the done fun. it before. Yeah. <laughs> now he's also apocalypse now. Could you go kill somebody for me? Let's have some <laughs> roast beef. I hear it's pretty good. Oh, I could go for some roast beef right about now. Damn it, Carl, stop bringing up That'd food. Nice. I'm trying to watch. Well, it's him. It's the actor. I did my research and it involved beef roast. I, I said, yeah, he was pretty good in uh, both movies. No, he's classic in uh, Godfather 2. It's crazy to see him in another role. Well, the first time I ever saw him, it was a movie called Tank with uh, Rockford uh, Files. Yeah, too. James, and uh, was it Shirley MacLaine in that? No, uh, not Shirley MacLaine. Uh, no, the woman from Parcher's family was in Tank, right? Oh, um, Shirley Jones. In real life, I think, I'm not sure. Yeah, I remember the kids like, "Was your horror worth it, Dad?" I was like, "This movie is great." <laughs> you know what? I really liked the the video game Tank. It was not as you know, rep- it was loosely based on. Oh, the you mean Battlezone? They had Battlezone with the 3D vector. Mm-hmm. Atari had a 2D game called Tank, and mm. it was you and, and uh, someone else, and you just move a tank around a field trying to shoot each other. I'm sure that game tanked. <laughs> Put a tiger in your tank. 1950s car. By the way, I just want to be let it be known that in the beginning, the like radio broadcaster, when we saw that teletype thing, yeah, he's like she died at six, at 36, but she was 34. Some bullshit. Uh, she's dressed uh, in a little panther suit. Well, now she's done a movie, so people know her. So the press is there because they consider her a rival to Marilyn Monroe. So she does like. This is her house. Remember I told you about the pink palace and Mickey? Yeah, right. He bought a house and a heart-shaped tub. Oh, so she's outside the Pink Panther. Right. Now, they're in love. They're deeply in love, at least according to Lonnie Anderson movie at this time. Like Bert and Lonnie. Like Bert and Lonnie? Like Bert and Lonnie? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh Like Bert and Lonnie. So the poster for Rent-A-Cop, it said Bert and Liza. And I go, ah. Ah. Oh, he finds out and I've actually read a book there's a celebrity tell-all book uh, kind of inspired by Hollywood Babylon and he was he was not a dog. <laughs> it was actually Hollywood dogs that drink did I ever tell you about that Beethoven book Beethoven was a Beethoven was a drug oh he man put a paw on your dog he, he would slap your phone out of your hand with his paw, big shaggy paws oh, and he'll oh, say oh. I'm Beethoven bitch ba 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 <laughs> fuck your girl Oh, Beethoven. You know what he did? Do he was he did uh, that take where he he rolled around uh, Charles Grodin's bed like splashing water. He did that sixteen times just to be malicious to Charles Grodin. And Grodin said, you know, in his memoirs that he could smell the vodka coming off the dog like it was in his pores. <laughs> I read that. Remember, he spot he he would spot. He would spot. You know, Marcus territory. <laughs> Did you, did you ever tell you about? Go up to you and... There was a chapter about Charlie Brown. They had an. Really? Uh, yeah, your dog's a drunk. Charlie Brown never aired on CBS, but. <laughs> <laughs> and part of the reason was they wanted to send a message. Halfway during the animated sequence, uh, the the kids do an inter- hold the intervention for Snoopy. It's really, but it never aired. <laughs> it was an earlier time, you know. Yeah. It was progressive of them just to even make it. Well, you know what happens is Snoopy slept with uh, Woodstock. and uh, Listen, I got something serious to say, okay, okay. really? Uh, I know, no, Carl set you up for jokes, but I'm just being serious, just for two seconds. Yeah. So, okay, there's this guy at my work, and I can't say any more than that, and he's totally gay, and he was openly gay from the beginning. You know, it just wasn't a thing. Then yesterday, I concluded a three-day training for work, and this guy is like, my partner this and my partner that. No one even batted an eye. I'm just saying, like, I think maybe finally we're at a place where the next generation, it'll be Europe or some shit. Whatever it'll be all wa- okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever he wants to do. I am very liberal. I support LGB. <laughs> Yo, I see that. I hear a bias on that. <laughs> what? Uh, 
All right, well, Fuck let's... them teeth. Okay, so right now... There's two men Mickey in a room. Is, yeah, Mickey's trying to say, look, look, he needs to do the Rock Hut, will success foil Rock movie. And he's like, look, I got this titty flick for her. And he's like, no, she's serious. That was how she became a star. And he goes, look, if you don't do a titty flick, you don't ever get another titty flick. And That's then so Arnold true. Goes, I will flick your titties. <laughs> they can't. They give her a contract for six years. She was to be the Marilyn Monroe. Oh, oh, freshen up, gum. gum. Oh, here you go. Tum gum, tum gum. The fresh. Thumbs up. Here it is. Here it is. See, this is the four porno. See, liquid setter too. It's, oh, and it has a liquid center, too. You yeah. motherfucker, why didn't you tell me that before I put it in my goddamn mouth? Yeah, I'm not gay! <laughs> Did you ever, uh, you ever have one of those cups and not realize they had a uh, chewy center in the middle? You're like, what the fuck's wrong yeah. with this gum? <laughs> oh. Poisonous. Oh, spider eggs. <laughs> yeah, like Hubba look, Bubba. Look, look. We're black and white, see? Oh, these two kids are eating a sandwich. Sandwiches. Chicken of the sea. We just had a canned that, chicken commercial too, right? Yeah, Karina. that canning is is What do you think of the fact that chicken of the sea is owned by Prina Dog Food? <laughs> what? Well, they had Prina logo at the end of the commercial for chicken of the sea oh. tuna, but I always associate Prina with dog food. Right. I think it's just the uh, whatever company. Yeah, but I mean, it's like saying you know. Breath mints like from Philip Morris. <laughs> well, I tried. Living where by yeah, Corny. I'm, I'm not with you, but uh, you often. Okay, this is called something obnoxious, like so obvious, like fuck me. You won't perfume. Play fair. It's a cologne yeah. ad, perfume ad. You make me dare, you I'm one fuck you. It's witchcraft. Wicked. Witchcraft. God damn it. Don't you know you're fucking Sinatra? You're my scoundrel. Oh, I'm a whore. I smelled your scoundrel, so I had to go straight to your apartment. CBS Wednesday Night Movies. Next week on the CBS Wednesday Night Movies. Columbo's in a pickle. Oh, rape and marriage, the ride out case. Right, and it's it's Terminator Girl, and it's uh, Mickey Rourke. Wow, Ms. McGann, it says do yeah. the mature themes, parental guidance suggested. Uh, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Right. Wow. Rape. Rape. Linda Hamilton and Mickey Rourke in... Right. Oh, and Baby McChicken. McChicken had to follow that. See, it's based on a true story, the rape story. McChicken is available now. Brought to you by McChicken. Look, we put our hands on the lettuce. They're processed chicken. A middle class black person. Well, it's a. 1980. What was the. This is why I love this one because you can check out. Look, that's what a. Airport looked like in 1980. She's in the airport. They're smoking. One guy's doing gun practice. We have such nice seats nowadays because there's going to be a delay. <gasps> delay the movie. <laughs> oh, no. She's a Czech girl. Oh. Misty Harbor. It's tailored to take it. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so it was about a raincoat. Available at Hudson's. Death and destruction at 11. Oh, I was hoping the newscaster would do right, talk about that baby because I had another joke I was going to say. Get closer, or... Oh, it is funny, the, the joke. Oh, okay, cool. No, my condolences. There's this one woman, she's a comedian here in Jersey. Hi, and this she's is Sean so McBride. And she starts out her Speed thing like talking events. about how she's in an abusive relationship. On Uni Radio. And then it ends up being the kid. Sounds good. Yeah, I can like hear a, myself. Like an infant, you know. What's the punchline? She's line? funny, I... Uh, I want, don't want to take away her All jokes, right. okay. but the premise is like um, he's in an abusive relationship, and then at the end you find out it's her infant child. You know? Oh, yeah, it is abusing her. Demanding, and I, I don't want to say her stuff. Well, say her name so people know who she is. Okay, I don't remember. 
Oh, let's say it later. We'll put it in the show notes. There's yeah. No, there's no show notes. There's no well, show I'll show notes. you notes. Okay, let's Let see the notes. Go. Oh, you actually write notes. So, by the way, the whole premise is is that I've seen these movies and books. I never even seen them, and now they're on YouTube. And Carl actually does research using the internet. Yeah. And so he takes notes. Oh, no, this I can't the, swim. Yeah. The premise here is no matter what a bitch you are, I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> Was she the funniest person nice? on – she was the funniest person on KRP, right? No, 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 not at all. She was a sex object, and her joke was, I'll never sleep with you, salesperson. She had a very deadpan Norm, delivery. What was, yeah. Les Nesmith. No. Les Morris. Unis. Okay, Les, Les Nesman was maybe the quirkiest, funniest guy. It was Herb Johnny Tarlick. was just cool. Yeah, right. Herb was like, I'm an asshole. Uh, so you don't like that. Right. You like Les Nesman uh, because of his pathos. And there his was the Big Bang Theory. Uh, cool black jazz guy. Um, Venus Flytrap, Tim Reed. Would you play a hit, Venus? Hey, man, this hit me last night. Yeah, do, 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 he would do the overnight. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to the Flytrap. No, I'm of a certain generation that when I see Gordon jump, I think of the the Different Strokes episode with Dudley. I'm sorry, but I just, uh, so, but he played the manager on that. Uh-huh, yeah. And a lot of people, actually, another generation, know him as the Maytag repairman guy in the commercials. That was a low time in his life. Now, here's what's happening. Yeah. They're meeting Senator Corleone, and he's like, oh, Mickey, whatever. Oh, hi, this is my greatest person, fiance, Mickey. Yeah, great to know. Yeah, whatever. Out of my face. <laughs> and then he's like, you're harming my relationship with Mickey. And then he's like, look, lots of bitches would like your job, okay? Such you a TV be a little movie. grateful. TV movies are just like that. It's like, listen, you either got to smoke marijuana and get into heroin to be a star, <laughs> or you got to go hang yeah, out with yeah. your your fellow beach boys. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I think I'll smoke pot and write smile. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Brian Wilson. That one beach boy is crazy. Who, do you like the beach boys? I do. I like periods of the Beach Boys, and especially that early time in which they were really writing music. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I love the colorful clothes she wears. I'm playing the tambourine. Uh, 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 guys, fellas, uh, I'll watch uh, you guys wear uh, fire hats on your head for this take. And, uh, and let's get the barking dogs. We need dogs roaming around the studio. That's my Brian Wilson. I'm doing what dumb people. Say, well, that's the thing, I'm Carl. I'm doing what the agent managers. Every time I hear that song, I think, I'm drinking sun kiss cola. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because it was an orange soda commercial jingle for, for decades. Drink, drink, drink. Okay, fine. Went to the Sunk. dance, looking for a romance. Saw Barbara Ann, so I thought I'd take a chance with Barbara Alf, Ann. Alf sang that song. No, he sang Help Me Rhonda. And so don't forget John Stamos. He, was, he became like, he toured with those guys. <laughs> He's friends That's with Mike Love. Funny. Mike Love wrote a, uh, a memoir. Highly recommended. It. It's just controversy after controversy. If you haven't even read like Heroes and Villains, just out of pop culture mania, you just have to check out the Beach Boys story. It's, a, it's just crazy shit one after another. You know, the you read a lot of books. And Maybe. I don't, but I read them. People think I read so many books, but compared to you, I don't. You are... Well... I mean, I'm, I've been delaying it, but here's my reading list. And it's been a while since I've been reading it. Uh, the Official Preppy Handbook, oh, How to Solve right. the Rubik's Cube, that. and uh, Sniglets. Oh, yeah. We, uh, Rich Hall. Oh, I, uh, Rich Hall. Cats by M. Kalan. Remember the comic book, Cats? And then uh, Truly no. Tasteless Joke Book. No, I remember Big Book of Losers. You turned me on to that. <laughs> well, you were on the we were on the cover. <laughs> who's who? Right, who's the biggest loser? We never get to it. Look inside. Carl and I for our uh, public access television yeah, show year, decades ago, we had the loser dance, and that is on our YouTube channel. That was so great. Well, you know, maybe I should play that. So wow. If we had a budget and fame, what a great sketch that would have been. 
Oh, yeah. Have I, a whole dance floor. You directed that one. here, ladies and gentlemen, the concept. Oh, uh, so this what just movie? happened is she kind of like made a deal with the devil. Oh. Like, I'm your producer and you do it the fuck. You know, I'm, I'm the guy who makes you the Maryland competitor. Do you want worldwide fame, national fame? It's so, so weird. It's like if it reminds me of Johnny Carson. Oh, I'm gonna usurp the ki- the king.